everybody. Tim here, and wow, do we have a fantastic show for you tonight here at the Pub Trivia Experience. I am back hosting for the first time in a while. I've been away doing Frenemy Trivia, and we have done many formats here on the Pub Trivia Experience. We've done hot seat games, we've done themed tournaments, but tonight we're going back to some old-fashioned two-on-two trivia. But it's not just any trivia, it's our 2023 year-in-review game. That's right. We have a game written only about the events that have happened in the marathon that is 2023. And joining us for this evening are four incredible quizzers who will be facing off in this game. So let's meet them. First, we head to Huntsville, Alabama. Mike, Mike Mott, how you doing and what you drinking? Tim, I'm doing really well. I'm glad that you specified which year it is because I'm at the age when they're all starting to blend together a little bit. Uh, not to mention having two young kids. It's just it's, everything's a little bit of a blur, but uh, hopefully I have followed events enough to be able to be uh, somewhat useful here uh, within the context of my team tonight. As far as beverages go. I grabbed a little beer out of from the Duclaw Brewing Company out of Baltimore, Maryland. A uh, little behind the scenes here. Yesterday was Christmas, so of course, naturally, I had the sweet baby Jesus from Duclaw yesterday. Uh, but today, I don't have any more of those, but today I do have the Hop Tarts Strawberry Banana Milkshake IPA. It's Ooh. a little unseasonably warm here. It's, uh, well, high 50s, so not super warm, but warm enough that I feel like I can indulge myself with a nice IPA, so... Cheers, everybody. <laughs> that sounds like a fun uh, fun beer there. Delicious. Very nice. Next, we head to Chicago, Illinois, where the newest member of the PTE podcast, Jeremy Goodson, awaits. Jeremy, how you doing and what you drinking? Uh, I am doing good. Doing good. Coming out of the holidays here and uh, looking forward to some trivia. Uh, what am I drinking though? So I got a, and my father-in-law got me this for Christmas. He, he always picks out a, a bottle of whiskey for us to split every year. Um, so he took half and I've got the other half and it's a small batch 1792. I'm looking for a branding, which scares me a little bit. <laughs> um, it is from the distilled and bottled by Barton 1792 distillery, mm -hmm. Bardstown, Kentucky. So we'll see. Um, <laughs> test this out. Oh, that is strong. All right. <laughs> oh, Jeff and I have been to that distillery. Yeah. Oh, there you go. So then you know exactly what this is. Oh, yes. Um, yeah. One of uh, one of Mike's friends uh, snuck a bottle of 1792 onto a bus and we all just drank it the rest of the way uh, through that. Oh, God. Tour. <laughs> oh, that was a fun tour. I almost remember most of it. <laughs> <laughs> well, cheers. Let's give this a try. Cheers. Oh, that's actually pretty smooth. Like, not, not bad. Mm. A little bit on the back end, but. Very nice. Well, we're glad to have you. Our third player tonight is our dear friend, Jeff Woodhead from Raleigh, North Carolina. Jeff, buddy, how you doing and what you drinking? I'm doing great. Uh, I received the uh, the best Christmas present anyone could possibly have, which is five days without the kids. <laughs> uh, I... Uh, um, I am currently drinking a uh, chocolate orange stout from the Stewhead Brewery, uh, which is basically just my kitchen. Uh, <laughs> it, 
it's aged quite nicely after about a month and a half in the keg. So it's was, uh, was a little bit young last time I had it. I can't remember if I've had this particular one on the podcast yet, but uh, this is turning out quite nicely. It's uh, a little smooth. I threw some lactose in there to give it a little bit of a milky flavor. It's, uh, it's, it's a uh, nice little beer. Sounds good. One of these days, I'm going to have to uh, drive up and visit the Stewhead Brewery. <laughs> yeah, you're not that far away. It's about what about an hour for you. So uh, hour, hour and a half, something like that. All right. Uh, before we get to our final guest, I'm going to open my beer. I am drinking uh, from New Belgium, the Voodoo Ranger Imperial IPA. Uh, <laughs> on brand. And Voodoo Ranger has yet to have anything bad that I think maybe maybe the the, the fruit force IPA I wasn't a big fan of uh, the fruit punch version um, wasn't the greatest. But mm. um, our final guest, also from the Chicago area, Jeff Bim joins us. Jeff, how you doing? What you drinking? And I believe. You have a special announcement for us. I do. Uh, I've been doing good. Uh, you know, uh, it's tiring having Christmas with uh, two little guys running around. Uh, and then the day after Christmas with the two guys running around with like 400 <laughs> extra toys. That's always a good time. Uh, so I'm relaxing tonight with a, I got Brewdog Elvis juice, which is a, a remainder from something I did a little earlier, but I'm going to, there we go. It's a grapefruit IPA. That I was a very big fan of. It's delicious. I'm going to drink it right now. It continues to be good. And as for the announcement, uh, starting in February, I believe the first Wednesday in February, I will be the newest host of a newest show on the PTE network. Uh, My show is called Draft Days. Uh, it's spelled the dumbest way possible. It's, uh, it's like the British way of spelling draft, D-R-A-U-G-H-T, uh, and days is D-A-Z-E. It's a beer pun. Um, and on my show, we play uh, fantasy sports where I have uh, four panelists come on and we all act as coaches of our own fantasy teams and we draft teams of whatever we feel like. Uh, so, for example, the very first episode, is we drafted TV sitcoms uh, and, you know, I'm, I'm keep some secrets in the back pocket for a little bit. But the idea is we we draft the same way that you would when playing a regular fantasy sport uh, where everybody gets randomly assigned an order and we duke it out to try and figure out who's going to be the number one draft pick and get a better team than everybody else. And then the second episode for each draft, uh, we score the teams based on made up statistics and metrics that I made up. Uh, <laughs> basically, it's just a dumb way to figure out who won and make fun of whoever lost. It's a good time. <laughs> it is. Yeah, I know I'm on one of the episodes. I'm very excited to hear that show come to our network. Uh, so be on the lookout for draft days, D R a U G H T D A Z E coming to the PTE network in February. Uh, so we are excited to have Jeff uh, not only on this episode, but joining the network. Woo, uh, I think amen. I can speak to everybody here, uh, speak for everybody here when I say that. Uh, and when I say welcome. Oh, thank you. Absolutely. Thank you. I appreciate it. 
<laughs> so this is how the game tonight is going to work. I have 20 questions worth 10 points apiece. Uh, after 10 questions, we'll have a halftime round. And at the end of the 20th question, we'll have our wager round. Uh, teams can wager up to 25 points on each question, but they don't have to wager anything and cannot exceed their total coming in. Uh, do we have any questions before we get started? Nope. Let's do it. Okay, as a reminder, all of these questions are coming from the year 2023. So we're going to start off uh, with question one. I didn't write any fancy ca- uh, clue categories for this. Uh, we're just, your, your category is question one. <laughs> <laughs> There's a clue there, Mike. Let's, it's January. Uh, let's it's make January. sure we, uh, as we one, It's it. January. It, it is January. So, uh, so in, long ago, though, oh, no. in January of this year, question one, in January of this year, Prince, Prince Harry published his memoir about growing up in the royal family. What was that memoir? Oh, let's back up. Uh, our game tonight is going to be uh, Jeffy and Jeremy taking on Jeff and Mike. Uh, in some good old-fashioned 2v2 trivia. So we're going to do our questions, and you're going to be able to lock in, and the other team can talk it out. Uh, So we're going to jump in with question one. And like I said, I didn't write any fancy categories for this. (laughs) Your category is just question one. (laughs) In January of this year, Prince Harry published his memoir about growing up in the royal family. What was this memoir titled? Locked in. Yeah. Jeff, yeah. Jeffy and Jeremy are locked in. Jeff and Mike, you can talk it out. Yeah, I mean, yeah. as as soon as you said the category was question one, I felt pretty confident about this one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, uh, but, let, let, let's be honest. It was actually kind of a uh, a, a, a very no frills sort of category. It was yeah. a little bit spare, if yeah. you will. It's a good, good way to describe it. Agreed. Uh, Agreed. <laughs> But yes, we, we locked in with spare. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Jeff and Mike locked in with spare. Jeremy and Jeffy, what did you lock in with? Uh, we also, uh, both at the same time, typed to each other the word spare. <laughs> okay. Well, both teams locked in with spare, and it is a reference to the old adage, an error and a spare. Prince Henry's memoir was titled Spare. Uh, both teams picking up 10 points on that one as we head to question number two. Picked up 10 points on two balls. Uh, uh, yeah, t- <laughs> 10 points on two. I mean, it could have been a strike, too. You yeah. Know. <laughs> I, I, I like when the puns write themselves. Mm. Uh, it makes Brittany angry because she likes to write, write <laughs> the puns. True. But well, Jeremy, it was 2023. There might be a strike in some later questions here. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> I can almost assure you. There is. Right. <laughs> all, all I'm going to say is spare seems so long ago. I cannot believe it was this year. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you want to talk about something that I can't believe was this year, but is not part of this quiz. I didn't realize that the Chinese spy balloon was in 2023. <laughs> oh, my God. Shit. Yeah, really? Wow. <laughs> that does feel like forever ago. It, it does. <laughs> uh, spoiler alert. There's no questions about the Chinese spy balloon, but. Uh, that was something I realized as I was reaching this, researching this. Uh, question number two: McDonald's opened what out of this world spinoff restaurant in Bolingbrook, Illinois, in December? The new chain is an attempt to take on Starbucks, but also features customizable drinks such as lemonades and slushes. We're locked in. 
Jeff and Jeremy are locked in already. I feel uh, like you, this is Jeff a little bit unfair yeah, this here. Is almost it's the other team because it's literally it's, from it's Chicago. in our backyard. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> They've probably been there. I ha- I haven't yet. No, I haven't yet. Supposedly but... lines are still around the building. Yeah, it's, it's just not worth yeah. it. Seriously, good uh, lord. I Jeff, I read about this not not long ago, and I am just absolutely drawing a blank as to what yeah. it was called. I have no idea. So, I mean, out it's of this world Mac is clearly a clue. So it's, uh, what are you going to call it? Astro Cafe? I don't know. Uh, it's, yeah, the, it's, it's, it's got Mac in it, I'm pretty sure, because it's, so we can pull on that thread uh, uh, if you McPlanet. want. Planet. <laughs> Mech Planet, right. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, no, I'm. Is it, if it's really taken after Starbucks, we can call it McShitty Coffee. <laughs> <laughs> right. Starbucks, uh, it, not a sponsor, but could be. That's right. <laughs> that's right. Oh, we'd take their money. We would just still shit on their coffee. <laughs> Starbucks, the, the, the coffee the people at the PTE network don't want you to drink. <laughs> uh, Je- Jeff, I... I don't know if you have anything. I I know this, and as soon as I hear it, it's gonna I'm I've, gonna smack I've myself. I've got nothing. I but... don't know this, and will not slap my head when I hear it <laughs> because I have never heard of this concept before. So, I, I, um... I yeah, I read the I read an article, and but my retention is shot these days, unfortunately, um, about things that I don't care about, and fast food is one of them. Um, yeah, Nick Astro. Uh, Astro. Astro Mac sounds good to me. Astro Mac. Let's go with it. Sure. <laughs> All right. Jeff and Mike lock in with Astro Mac. Uh, this is not R2-D2. Uh, <laughs> I was waiting Jer- for that. Jeremy and Jeffy, what did you lock in with? Yeah, we were kind of mean on this. It, it's been on local news like crazy because literally there's like a four-hour wait. It's o- it's a drive through only, mm-hmm. and it's like a four-hour wait, and it is literally a McDonald's oh, take on like a Starbucks and a... Yes! and a boba tea shop um it just hit me yeah there you go um i said i feel kind of bad jeffy said he doesn't and <laughs> well fuck him uh so <laughs> i will say that uh no this is it's been all over local news it's it's really i don't like their logo at all it looks stupid like i don't know like they could have done better it's mcdonald's you have like billions of dollars for marketing to come up with something called cosmics yep which is c-o-s-m-c-s I- it hit me as soon as you started talking. I don't know why. Damn it. I don't know the reference, That's but apparently dumb. it's based off of an old McDonaldland character that I'm not yes. familiar with. I only know Mayor McCheese yep. and Big Mac, the sheriff, yeah. from well, that one episode of Clerks Animated. Jeffy goes ahead and steals my flavor text. It is based off an old McDonaldland ca- character uh, named Cosmic, C-O-S-M-C. Mm-hmm. Um, and it sounds kind of interesting. Like, I'd, I'd try it. Uh, if I didn't have to wait four hours and yeah, drive it, to Chicago for it. Question number three. On August 10th, companies Cruise and Waymo, owned respectively by General Motors and Google, were granted authorization to operate ride-sharing services 24-7 in San Francisco. What separates Cruise and Waymo from other ride-sharing services such as Uber and Lyft? And we're locked in. All right. Jeremy and Jeff, we are locked in. Jeff and Mike, go ahead and talk this out. Yeah, yeah I think Jeff, this is just a matter of time because I think we're both coming to the same answer here. Yeah, uh, I, I yeah. think the fact that they needed permission 
seems right. like it points to that as well about we said so, uh Je- jeff texted me said uh i think it's that they don't have any drivers and i think that makes the most logical sense that they'd be self-driving cars right i'm I, i'm reasonably certain that waymo is google's self-driving car division right uh, I, I had thought they were actually fairly behind on that but they've i mean you know uh, yeah as, as much of a skeptic of self-driving cars at the moment as i am <laughs> uh i think that i think this is the correct answer self-driving, self-driving. yep Okay. And Jeff and Mike are locked in with self-driving cars. Jeremy and Jeffy, what did you say? Yeah, it's kind of the same thought process. I, yeah. I remember I remember hearing hearing this and then the Waymo thing kind of rang the bell more than anything. So I'm pretty sure that was Google's big self-driving car test and all that. Um, I believe they call them robo taxis. I remember reading an article oh, about this a few months ago. Um, and that's why I was thinking San Francisco. So I remember reading it because it's in Silicon Valley area where they're pushing it out and uh yeah so we said self-driving cars are robo taxis yeah uh so both of these companies these uh these ride-sharing services are autonomous uh so both teams are going to get the credit on that one um why would and- you name it robo taxis when like, johnny cab is I available like, i was thinking johnny cab that's yeah. what i was thinking Robo taxi sounds like the sort of thing that's coming from a, a science fiction movie where the taxis yeah. become sentient and attack people. Mm-hmm. It would be like saying the robo taxis are powered by Skynet. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, they're they're powered by like early like to mid two thousands uh, Apple or Apple Maps that was putting people in the middle of like the lake. Says <laughs> 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 oh, so turn right. Dwight. It's all map quest all the way down. Right. <laughs> I'm in the okay. lake because of Google Maps. <laughs> uh, so, with a score of 30 to 20, Jeremy and Jeffy are getting that one correct as we move to question four. Not to be confused with the Lady Gaga hit of the same name, Poker Face was developed in early 2023 for the streaming service Peacock. Give me both the name of the creator of the show and the name of the actress who stars as Charlie Kale. I think we're I think we're locked in. Eventually, Jeremy and Jeffy will not lock in first, but they have here. So let's hear from Jeff and Mike. Yeah, Jeff, this this was all you. I think I'd heard about this show before and that it was Ryan Johnson's uh, attempt to do a, a fun detective show. And I'm reasonably certain that it's Natasha Lyon. Or Leon, I don't know how to pronounce it. Leon, Natasha Leon. I yes, I feel yeah. like I knew she was in something this year, but I didn't know what. Yeah, yeah. And so I so we're gonna go with that. We're gonna go with Natasha Leon as the uh, the actress and Ryan Johnson as the creator. Okay, Jeff and Mike are locking in with Ryan Johnson and Natasha Leon. Uh, Jeremy and Jeffy, what did you say here? Uh, we said exactly the same thing. We got uh, I well I said. Natasha Leone was the actress and Jeremy filled in the gaps with Ryan Johnson as the creator. Yeah, we had the like half and half because I'm like, oh, that's Ryan Johnson's show. And yeah, then and you asked like, for the oh, creator. I'm like, Natasha cool. <laughs> I think you're like, and the actress. I'm like, I have no idea. <laughs> She's the girl in all the old Navy commercials now. She was that's in, what oh, she she was in American Pie. She was in uh, Orange is the New Black. And then she did like little stuff for a decade. And now she's everywhere again. Mm-hmm. Well, Russian Doll is the one I mostly know her from. I which, guess. which one? Russian Doll. Oh my gosh, I forgot about Russian Doll. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, I, I watched a couple episodes of it. It's really fun. I think my wife's watched more of it than I have, uh, and has recommended it to me. So 
maybe when when I get time to just watch TV on my own, I'll binge it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Both teams locking in with Ryan Johnson and Natasha Leone. Both teams are getting points here. It is Ryan Johnson and Natasha Leone. Uh, I've heard this show compared to like a modern day Columbo um, is kind of the, the vein in which the show operates. So I need to check that out. My grandpa used to be obsessed with Columbo. Mm-hmm. And so as a kid, I used to watch it all the time, like, you know, watch it with him. And like now, now even you've piqued my interest more. Yeah. Just one more thing, Jeremy. <laughs> is, is she like able? I, I don't remember. Is she like able to look at someone and tell when they're lying? Is that the whole reason why it's called Poker Face? Like, she yeah, tell? yeah, some, something along those lines. And like, she's running from the mob or something. It really okay. sounds like a fun as hell show. Yeah, because I, I was uh, gonna say it reminds me a lot of Lie to Me. If you guys remember that show with uh, Tim mm, Roth, yeah. I loved that show. Yeah, I remember that one back in the day. <laughs> oh, I have to okay, I can check it out. Uh, not to jinx it, uh, but Jeremy and Jeffy, you are pitching a perfect nope. game through no, four. Don't say it out loud. Nah. Come on. Thank you, Tim. Thank you for <laughs> saying it. Uh, lots. <laughs> Remind us again in about five seconds. <laughs> Jinxing it makes it more competitive. So we'll see how this goes. Uh, question number five. While much of the news focus on, focused on the conflicts in Ukraine and Gaza, uh, what former Soviet republic seized the Armenian enclave of Nagorno? Uh, sorry. What former Soviet Republic seized the Armenian enclave of Nagorno-Karabakh? The move forced the move forced more than a hundred thousand Armenians to flee the territory. We're locked in. Yep. Jer- uh, Jeff and Mike are locked in. So Jeremy and Jeffy, you can actually talk this one out. God, you had to say you had to talk about a perfect game. <laughs> God damn it! Uh, I I know I've heard this. Like I, I God. This is gonna suck. Um. Yeah, my immediate my immediate thought was Belarus because uh, during the same during the same time period it was always Russia and Ukraine and then also Belarus is like we're here and we're also causing trouble but I don't remember exactly what they were doing if they were just aiding Russia or if they were doing other stuff. Well, um, the one the one that came to mind for me and it was like one of those it popped into my head and if I had to just go I would say it but I don't know is Azerbaijan a uh, former soviet i i believe it is i'm pretty sure uh i might be i might be misthinking of where it's at i know it's over there i just don't know if it's because it's if i remember correctly the ussr stretched all the way down to like the top of the arabian peninsula area and like over i i'm mm-hmm. I might be completely talking them out of, out of my I mean, movie. I'm okay going with Belarus because you have more thunder on it. I just, for oh, some strange reason, that popped into my head. Don't mistake me saying the name out loud for thunder because I, <laughs> I have no confidence in myself whatsoever. Um, I mean, like I said, that just popped in my head. I have no thunder. So it's just one of those, I feel like it scratched something, but it could have been that they were part of a conflict at yeah. the same time or around the same time. So I don't have anything... Uh, so I'll, I'll leave it up to you. Mm, oh, don't leave it up to me. I hate making decisions. <laughs> so it's like it's like a theme on my show, like a choice paralysis. I hate it. Um, uh, well, so here's what I'm going to do. Uh, I suck at a lot of stuff, and Jeremy has a really good track record of winning things. 
Uh, so I'm going to go with Jeremy's Azerbaijan over Belarus, and then it'll be on him and not on me. <laughs> All right. The real reason. Damn it. Uh, Jeff, Jeffy and Jeremy lock in with Damn Azerbaijan. It, I really thought they were going to miss that one. Yeah. Did we get it? I, I yes, did it. Yes. Damn it, Jeremy. I, I, literally, I can't J- even J- take credit for it now. Damn it. I hear, J- I hear Jeremy go, so I have no thunder behind this. And I, I texted Jeff and I said, and here's where Jeremy pulls one out of his ass. Like, no more. Uh, I, like I said, I read a lot of news. It was just one of those. It's like, I don't know, that scratch and itch, but it could have been something yeah. else at the same time because that's yeah. not a conflict I've followed. Right. I thought... Um, I, it's it's obviously not because if it's next door neighbors with Armenia, uh, then it's not where I thought it was. But I right. I thought that that was one of the um, one of the territories on the eastern part of Russia, like the Kazakhstan and Tajikistan, like yeah, over it's in not, that. It's not quite there. It's on the other side of the Caspian Sea. Oh, uh, gotcha. Armenia and Azerbaijan have that thing where there's like enclaves of both oh yeah 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 you're right you're right i'm notoriously bad with geography so don't ask me where it's at it's just (laughs) over there somewhere uh but just to be official jeff and mike you said we 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 also yeah okay uh and yes this is azerbaijan it kind of got overshadowed because as all of that was going on about a month later the whole uh gaza israel thing popped Mm. off again so it's kind of been overshadowed uh but azerbaijan is not doing good things over there with the armenians (laughs) for sure for Um, sure that was uh, just about as ethnic cleansing-y as an ethnic cleansing as you can get yeah in armenia what specifically this is a part of armenia it's, a, it's an enclave within azerbaijan so mm-hmm. we've reached question six and it is jeremy and jeffy with 50 jeff and mike have only missed one it's 50 to 40 um question six we wouldn't be able to talk about a year in review without talking about some of the notable deaths in, of the year uh, among those notable deaths were Matthew Perry, Tina Turner, Sinead O'Connor, and Andre Brower. Uh, additionally, two figures central to the state of Ohio passed away. One, a former mayor who died in April, and the other in May who shares his name with the franchise he spent all nine years of his career with. I need both first and last names. We're locked in. <laughs> Jeffy and Jeremy are locked I love how in. I'm typing. Sorry, I'm just for this. I was typing. I hadn't even put it. Out. He was just yep and sent it ahead of me. <laughs> uh, Jeff and Mike, you can talk this one out. Can, can I get a repeat right. of the second half of the question? I didn't think you were going to ask right. for both. So since yeah. I was pretty sure uh, I had the first one, yeah. one is right. a former mayor who died in April, and the other in May who shares his name with the franchise he spent all nine years of his career with. And I need both first and last names. Okay. So the second one's something sports. The first one, yeah, you're right. It's Jerry Springer. Jerry Springer, yeah. Um, Which is another, I can't believe that was 2023. That feels longer ago. Um, I thought that was like two or three years ago. So did I. Yeah. Yeah, trying to think of like what what other... uh, Shares a name with the franchise. He spent all nine years of his career with. Um, Jim Brown. Oh, that makes sense. Brown? Oh, yeah, Jim Brown. He did die this year. Yeah. Okay. So then, 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 then there you go. It's Jerry yeah, Springer. Perfect. Oh, yeah. Perfect. I. Yeah. That's exactly who it is. 
Jeff and Mike lock in with Jerry Springer and Jim Brown, Jeremy and Jeffy. Uh, what did Jeremy come up with here? We did. <laughs> we did another. We did another Transformers thing where, as soon as you started talking about Ohio, my first thought I jumped to Jim Brown, and then as I was typing Jim Brown, he typed Jerry Springer. So <laughs> uh, I, I should say I was typing Jerry Springer. He goes, "Yep," I, and oh, I'm like, "Okay." The, the "Yep" was in was when Tim said uh, shares a name with the football. I was like, "Oh, that's for sure, Jim Brown." Oh, it was just perfect timing. I'm like, damn, I'm not even done yet. Yeah. <laughs> Take care of yourselves and each other. Jim, Jerry okay. Springer and, and Jim Brown. Uh, both teams lock in with Jerry Springer and Jim Brown. And yeah, I always like to refer to Jerry Springer as the former mayor of Cincinnati <laughs> and nothing else. Right. Uh, and then Cleveland Browns legend Jim Brown passed away just a month later. Um I was sitting here going, somebody Cavalier? <laughs> was somebody nicknamed Blue Jacket? Like, I was all, I was, for some I reason, mean, every other George sport. Bengal. I mean, right. Red would be possible. Yeah, it's true. Um, Albert Crew. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, nice to meet you. Yeah. Jim Guardians. <laughs> I, I, if i had written categories that one would have just been called they will be missed uh, as a little nod to the hollywood babylon podcast uh, but we had to question seven uh tattoo performed by laureen won the 2023 eurovision song contest for what country this was laureen's second win following 2012's euphoria and the seventh win for the country tying ireland for the most victories I found something that teams don't immediately know. <laughs> Tim, weird question, but can you spell the name? Sure. It's Laureen, L-O-R-E-E-N. Okay. That's what I thought I heard, but I was just making sure. Yeah, I think we can lock in. Jeremy and Jeffy locking in. Jeff and Mike, go ahead and talk that one out. Yeah, we had nothing on this one. The only uh, the only winner of Eurovision I can name is ABBA. Um, <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah, which makes you think, okay, Sweden actually it, decent shot at it because we know they've won it before. That's that is true. <laughs> that is true. And yeah, you're right. I was even though I kind of threw out, you know, Netherlands question mark, I was kind of in, you know, maybe drifting further north to Scandinavia too. Yeah, yeah, the uh I would think Sweden, yeah. Finland. Finland, I feel like the name would be weirder. Um, <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, um, I mean, I, I don't have any anything to go on. Yeah. Was, no. Let's let's just go with Sweden. Fuck it. You want to say Sweden? <laughs> I, I'm cool yeah. with Sweden. Jeff and Mike lock in with Sweden. Jeremy and Jeffy, what did you lock in with? I'm really mad at myself right now because <laughs> the first thing that popped in my head was Ukraine. Yeah. And I'm like, I think it is Ukraine like that. So I, I hmm. typed it out to Jeff and then we're like, should we lock in? I'm like, I don't have a ton of thunder because I know they won like it, but it might have been last year. And I think it was last year because as soon as you said Sweden, I think Sweden won this year. And now I feel really bad. Uh, sorry, Jeff, but it's, we want Ukraine. That's OK. All right. So Jeremy and Jeffy lock in with Ukraine. Jeff and Mike lock in with Sweden. Yeah. Uh, Ukraine, I believe, did win in 2022. Um, and yeah. they had to move it because of obvious reasons. So mm -hmm. that this year, I think it was held in the UK. Um, 
but next year it will be held in the winner's home country of Sweden. I'm like, <laughs> now, I was like, I, I, after they said Sweden, I'm like, oh, we should have waited, but uh, <laughs> the, 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 I, I was just, I was like, yeah, it's Ukraine. I'm like, oh, that might have been last year. Yeah. <laughs> the two <laughs> things I really know about Eurovision is what Mike said about ABBA, and then also the Numa Numa song was uh was a Eurovision contender. That's oh. uh, Drago stayed in hmm. T, I think is how you're supposed to say it. But the Numa Numa song was a Eurovision song. And then Epic guys, I, I think. I know. But that's I about was, it. Uh, I was so now both teams have missed one question. We have a tie at 60 to 60. The perfect game is right. over. And therefore, that's your no fault. more jinxes. <laughs> <laughs> See, we can pull things out of our ass too, damn it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right? <laughs> I, I love like here's the best part. Like I hear him going, I don't know, let's just go Sweden because we don't know. And it was like, no, that's absolutely right. And I oh <laughs> <laughs> question, question number eight. Commander Reed Wiseman, mission specialist Jeremy Hansen, flight engineer Christina Koch, and pilot Victor J. Glover were tabbed as the crew for the second mission in what NASA Lunar Exploration Program? Their mission will mark the first manned mission beyond low Earth orbit since Apollo 17 in 1972. Yeah, we'll lock in. Yep. Jeff and Mike are locked in. Jeremy and Jeffy, go ahead and talk this one out. Uh, just a quick clarification. Did you need just the mission name or its number as well? I already clarified that it's the oh, second mission. I was already typing. Oh, you did. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Then, uh, yeah, then we we were at the same at the same point, too. I think we could safely say this is the Artemis Artemis 2. All right. Jeremy and Jeffy lock it with Artemis. Jeff and Mike, what did you say? Yeah, Art- to, Artemis uh, being an, uh, the title of an Andy Weir novel. Yes, it is. Uh, was, was scratching Grumble, a little bit crumble, of McFucking <laughs> crumble. <laughs> it was a little bit trigger, triggering a little bit to, to Jeff. Uh, but yes, we also locked in with Artemis. Well, when they go back, yeah, and, 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 uh, go up on the Atwood, okay? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, oh, shout out to Christina Cook, uh, fellow Wolfpack. Go NC State. <laughs> <laughs> Both teams locking in with Artemis, and both teams are absolutely correct here. Uh, it is they will be going up on Artemis two. I think Artemis two is meant to just be a like circle the moon yeah. mission. Um, yeah, is Artemis is three meant to be the next landing? Three I is going to so. land. Yes. Yeah. At the south at the south pole of the moon. Yeah. That well, they they want to land like they actually want to land. I think on the dark side. Yeah. That's what, uh, from what I from what I remember, they're trying to see if they could find water for fuel, like to make well, to make it like a gas station. They could uh, potentially find Roger Waters. On the dark side <laughs> <of the moon. laughs> but but uh, you beat me to the Pink Floyd joke. All but right. Roger Waters, <laughs> according to Roger Waters, there is no dark side of the moon. <laughs> it's all dark. As a matter of fact, it's all dark. As a matter of fact, it's all dark. Uh, unrelated or so, so, somewhat related, I believe that this year India became just the fourth country to land a craft on the moon. Yep. So, yep, uh, they did land at the South Pole. Yeah, uh, obviously it was an unmanned mission. But maybe that's maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, I could be wrong. I uh, probably I, there's, I, I was just reading about this in National Geographic like uh, literally three days ago. Um, and I think they mapped out the landing site. It was kind of like right on the line between the the, the light side and the dark side. And hmm. yeah, I, I, cool, that is very cool. And if there was any, if anybody on this podcast who I would guess read National Geographic, it would be Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, but in a, in a way that also kind of counts as the Huntsville themed question. <laughs> Fair. <So. sighs> Question number nine, we mentioned that we were probably going to be talking about strikes. Uh, both the Writers Guild of America and SAG-AFTRA went on strike this summer. The WGA strike lasted 148 days, while SAG-AFTRA's strike lasted 118. Both unions were in a labor dispute against the AMPTP. What does AMPTP stand for? AMPTP. AMPTP. We can lock in. Jeremy and Jeffy lock in. Jeff and Mike talk this out. Yeah, yeah I, I think we were kind of both trying to type it out and make sure the acronym worked. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I, you, yeah. Association of Motion Picture and Television Producers, AMPTP. Okay. Yeah, I believe I believe that's correct. I, I knew yeah. it was, yeah, I knew it was Motion Picture something, yeah. Yeah, Association of Motion Picture and Television Producers. Yep. Okay, so that's what you're locking in with? Yes. All right, Jeffy and Jeremy, what did you lock in with? Um, well, if it's Association, I feel like I might be wrong, but I put Alliance of Motion Picture and Television mm-hmm. Producers. Mm-hmm. All right. So one team says the Alliance of Motion Picture and Television Producers, and one team says the Association of of Motion Picture and Television Producers. Unfortunately, it is the Alliance of Motion Picture and Television Producers. So unfortunately for Jeff and Mike, uh, they will not get credit on that one. Jeremy and Jeffy are going to pick up 10 points, and we head to our final question of the first half. Jeremy and Jeffy have 80. Jeff and Mike have 70. In April, Justin Jones and Justin Pearson were expelled from the State House of Representatives following a protest on the House floor calling for gun reform. Both members were reappointed to their positions as representatives in what state? And we're locked in. <laughs> Jeffy, is locked, uh, Jeffy is locked in for Jeremy and Jeffy. Uh, Jeff and Mike, what do you uh, go ahead and talk this one out? Well, this is actually kind of the regional specific question for us, at least a little yeah, bit. Yeah, true. Right? Absolutely. Tennessee. So yep. it's neighbors, both of our states, at least. <laughs> so, exactly. But yeah, um, ten- Tennessee is what we locked in with. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And Jeremy and Jeffy, what did you say? We also locked in with Tennessee. Uh, yeah, I was keeping quiet when you were complaining about the Chicago <laughs> question because I knew Tennessee was coming up later. Uh, this is Tennessee uh, and both were reappointed. Uh, worth noting that there was a third member of that protest who I can't imagine why she was, she not, was not expelled from mm. Congress. I, I wonder um, why that happened. <laughs> uh, <laughs> right. Um, but we head to our halftime round with the score of 90 for Jeremy and Jeffy, Jeff and Mike have 80. It's a close game and still can go any way. Uh, our halftime round is the same question as last year's halftime round. As of time of recording, name the top 10 theatrical releases by domestic box office gross for two points each. These are based off box office mojo's numbers and only for releases in 2023. And while the teams come up with their answers, we're going to take a quick break for some ads. 
Hey there, PTE Network listeners. Do you like fantasy sports? Pouring over stats and trash-talking your league as you take home the trophy? Do you dislike fantasy sports? Have no idea what PPR is and prefer to keep it that way? No matter how you answered those questions, this podcast is just for you. On draft days, we play fantasy sports, just without the sports. Instead of drafting athletes, we draft anything. Fictional dogs? Sure. New metal bands? Absolutely. Breakfast cereal? Why not? Everything is up for grabs as we try to build the best fantasy teams possible. The best part? I made up a bunch of rules that allow us to score points, so someone gets to walk away the winner. Listen along as my guests and I have a few drinks and have a lot of fun building fantasy teams out of whatever we feel like. Starting this February, you can join me, your old pal Jeffy Donuts, every Wednesday for new episodes of Draft Days. That's D-R-A-U-G-H-T-D-A-Z-E. It's a pun. It's a beer pun. So you'll get two points for every correct answer. Now, Tim, as a point of clarification, do they had to have been released in the year 2023? All of these are released in okay. 2023. Gotcha. Okay, I, I think we have our 10. All right, Jeremy and Jeffy are locked in. Uh, Jeff and Mike, <laughs> go ahead so and talk this out. Got, I think we got nine of them. Yeah, we got right? we got nine, and none of the none of the other movies that we've thrown out. We've kind of thrown. We've kind of rejected them all. Right. Yeah, I, I don't <laughs> but, think we've gotten to the point where. So I I, I thought there were four non franchise ones. Right. Uh, I know okay. we have three of them. I think you might be right about my thought of about the, the fourth one. I, I, I guess I thought I had rejected that one because it was video gamey, and there was another one that I'm just missing. But maybe, right. all right, let's let's go through the various franchises here. If they're locked in, I guess we can actually say the names of movies now. Right. So, yep. Uh, I know we've got uh, Mar- Marvel. I know we've got DC. What big DC movies came out? I don't think we have a DC one on the list. Uh, right, but Aquaman two only just came out. I don't think it's yeah. I know done it's well a, enough it's had to be a big on the weekend, list already. It could make it to ten just it, on the service of one or two big weekends, right? It, well, then that and that's true. But I know very few people who have seen it. I mean, I haven't. I just feel like I haven't heard any buzz around it, and most of what I have has been bad. Okay. Uh, but I don't know. It's very. It's still very possible. I just. Huh. Oh, but let's. Oh, hold on. Okay, so let's see. Um, th- the like I said, Disney Wish was the Thanksgiving release, but that did not no, do well. Which is no. which is that was my my girls loved it. That was the theme of Christmas this year, but I guess uh, it didn't hit with a lot of people. Uh, yeah, but we missed. I feel it, like I feel like there was another November release that was big. Would the I don't think the Hunger's Game movie, Hunger Games movie, ooh, did that ooh, well. Ooh. Yes, I think that might be it. Did it? Did that do well enough to crack the top ten? I don't know if it did well. I mean, the top 10 is such a kind of like if enough people go to it. I don't True. know. Maybe that maybe that what maybe that isn't it. Maybe that isn't it. I don't All know. Right. I'm going to need you guys to start circling around to some answers here. All right. It's uh, we, we've got it's nine. close to a, it's as close to a. I mean, it's either that or the Aquaman one to me, honestly. OK. Uh, what which which one tickles your pickle more? I, I really did not think. The first Aquaman to me was not good. I was surprised it did as well as it did. So I would just be very surprised if Aquaman two had done that well. But, but I'm again, also I would also be surprised if Hunger Games did that well. So I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I think maybe let's go with um, 
<sighs> I don't know. I kind of want to go with Aquaman because I think there's a lot of superhero movies on there because there are always a lot of superhero movies on there. I, I'm I'm, no, I'm okay with I'm okay with that. That's fine. All right. Let's let, let's 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 I don't know. Yeah, because I'm, I'm not tied to either one, but like I, I lean that way. Yeah. Hunger Games. All right. So go ahead and give me your list slowly so I can score it. All right. Sure. No problem. All right. Let's um, yeah, I, I uh, in no particular order. Uh, we have Barbie. Okay. Oppenheimer. Uh, the Sound of Freedom. Uh, the Super Mario Brothers. Okay. Ant Man, Quantumania. Okay. Guardians of the Galaxy Three. Okay. The Little Mermaid. Yep. Spider Man Across the Spider Verse. Yep. Uh, Mission Impossible: Rogue Nation One. It's Dead okay. Reckoning. Okay. Dead Reckoning One. Whatever. Okay, I didn't. I don't. I don't know. Mission. Whatever the fuck. Mission Impossible was a part one that came out this week. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I don't care. Uh, Aquaman, and then Aquaman Two. Okay. All right. And Jeremy and Jeff, what did you lock in with? Uh, fairly similar list, uh, except a couple of things that we were waffling on. We went the other direction. So we had <clears throat> Barbenheimer, of course, Barbie and Oppenheimer. <laughs> uh, we also had Super Mario, uh, Avatar, The Way of Water, Guardians okay. of the Galaxy 3, <clears throat> Across the Spider-Verse. That was the one I was missing. Uh, Avatar? Ant- Ant- but Man- it was released last year. Ant-Man year. Quantumania. Avatar was last year? It yep. came out in the one- end of December, but it was they're saying the charts for 2023. It would definitely be charting. But I specifically asked with whether this was released in 2023 for that reason. Oh shit! Did it come oh. out at Christmas last year? It did. It did. Oh, Sorry, I I, I'm not trying that's... to stomp on you guys. I just yeah, no, I no, no. That's totally that. on just... me because I despise all things Avatar that are not Airbending. So, <laughs> all right, that's what that's on me, on and including one thing that is Airbending, but we won't talk yeah. about that one. Uh, I okay, I lost where I was. What was the last thing I said? Ant Man, Quantumania. Okay. Uh, we had John Wick Chapter Four. Uh, the Taylor Swift Eras Tour and Transformers uh, Bestiality or Rise of the Beast or whatever that <laughs> one was. <laughs> okay. I think that was... No, they're, they're absolutely right about John Wick and Taylor Swift. I, yeah, I, yeah, all right. I, so, so let's go through this list here. Uh, number one, both teams picked it up with $636 million. It was Barbie. Uh, number two at 500 and I'm calling it 75 million. Uh, the Super Mario Brothers movie was number two. Yep. Number three, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse at 381. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 3 came in at 359, which is four. Oppenheimer uh, came in at number five, 326 million. Uh, number six, 298 million, uh, points to Jeremy or sorry, points to Jeff and Mike here for the little mermaid. Hmm. Forgot uh, about that. Having two girls is, uh, <laughs> of that age is helpful on that one. Number seven at 214 and a half. Uh, both teams picked up for Ant-Man and the Wasp quantum mania. Number eight. Eight at 187 million points to Jeremy and Jeffy for John Wick Chapter Four. Yep. Uh, number nine at 184 million points to Jeff and Mike here. Uh, Sound of Freedom came in at number nine. Yeah. And number ten, and the reason I was very 
uh, careful to say theatrical releases and not movies, Taylor Swift, the heiress mm. tour. Yep. Uh, so, so Jeremy and Jeffy right. are picking up points there. So both teams picking up eight, uh, yep. not uh, not the same eight. As a point yeah. of note, Avatar The Way of Water did come out in December of last year. Uh, Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1 was number 12. Uh, sitting between those, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Um, Transformers Rise of the Beast was 13. Creed mm. 3 was 14. Wow, Elemental was 15. We, we did yeah. talk about that one. We just, we just knew it didn't do that well, so we didn't think um, it cracked. Yeah. Other ones that I've heard mentioned, Hunger Games was number 16. It missed the list by about 35 million. Um, which one, Jeremy? Were you saying notoriously bombed? Oh, the Marvels. Marvels. Oh, okay. Uh, mm-hmm. The Marvels came in at number twenty-nine with eighty-four yeah. million, and uh, Wish was number forty at fifty-seven million. Yeah. Uh, so both teams are picking up sixteen points on that one. Also, Aquaman was number fifty-three at thirty-eight point three. <laughs> I didn't think it had had enough time to make make enough money, but I also wasn't paying attention to box office the past week, so I thought it came in about a million dollars behind eighty for Brady. (laughs) 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 I'm I'm going to crack my uh, because I'm um, cracking my backup beer for the second half here. I got to get mine too. uh, I've got a uh, Trophy Fodor Red here from uh, Trophy Brewing right down the street here in Raleigh. Uh, It's tasty little. a propaganda funky film sour coming uh, in the top funky 10 that's sours, just, and i'm a little know. bit sour at oh, uh jeremy right at the moment so uh <laughs> so real quick my 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 backup beer uh, i'm killing the six pack on this one uh i picked this up for uh, about two months ago but it is a uh it is a beer that is brewed in sarajevo and I picked wow. it up because Ooh. I wasn't sure if I would have another opportunity to pick up a beer that's brewed in Sarajevo. <laughs> Fair yeah, enough. Drink it on Christmas Eve, twelve twenty-four. Right, I was exactly. just about well, to say that. At Sarajevsko Dark, eighteen sixty-four. So it's kind of you yeah, know right. that's not too far off. Great. It's actually that's actually really really good. I enjoy it. <laughs> would you like an apple pie with that? Would you like an apple pie with that? <laughs> All right, how's that beer, Mike? <laughs> no, it's it's really good. Like I said, this is uh, the final in the six pack. Uh, I've been this has been my my backup beer for several recordings that I've done over the past uh, couple uh, weeks or so. So it's very good. Okay, well, we head into our second half with a score of Jeremy and Jeffy with one hundred six. Jeff and Mike have ninety six. Uh, no ground, uh, no ground gained or lost there. But both teams are picking up sixteen points. Question number 11. Well, I lost a half a day of skiing. So said what celebrity who was sued this year following a 2016 incident. As it turns out, she also lost $1 in symbolic damages in the lawsuit. Uh, uh, Picking up my notepad to write to Jeff. Yeah, I think we're locked in. Jeffy and Jeremy are locked in. Jeff and Mike, go ahead and talk this out. Uh, I remember this whole thing, and I cannot remember who it was. I, uh. I don't remember this whole thing. Um, 
I lost a day of skiing and paid a dollar in symbolic damages. Like, I don't remember. Yeah, it was something where, like, someone had sued her because she, like, pushed someone and... It was really freaking weird. But let me ask you a question. Is there any reason that the name Gwyneth Paltrow popped into my head? Yeah, that sounds really familiar. It, I, I, I have no I, 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 idea. Honestly, at all. I kind of feel like that 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 vibes with what I was kind of kind of getting to. So, I mean, let's. I knew it was someone in the kind of influencer set, but also probably an actress. So that kind of makes sense. So yeah. I mean, do you want to hear it. the question again or just go with it? No, fuck it. Let's roll with it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Gwyneth Paltrow, final answer. <laughs> All right. Jeff and Mike lock in with Gwyneth Paltrow. Jeffy and Jeremy, what did you say? Uh, we did another Chicago suburbs bald guy mind meld, and we both typed Gwyneth Paltrow at the same time. <laughs> uh, I was more of a question because it was one of those. Yeah. It was one of those like I don't know why this just popped into my head, but does right, this ring right, a bell? No, <laughs> right? If I if I remember, I could I, be misremembering yeah, where I, I heard I think it. Jeff's right. But I think Jay from Liquid Courage asked about it on the WTF because I remember. Oh, I, I think I play tested that right, question. Yeah. Oh, I think you're right. I yeah. think you're exactly right. One of those things are just stuck in your head now because yeah. of it. You know. I believe you are right that she did ask about this in the WTF. Um, this is Gwyneth Paltrow, and basically the lawsuit was he sued her for damages because she ran into him on the ski slopes, and for some reason they awarded him a dollar in damages. <laughs> even even though, like, at least the claim was he had like four broken ribs and a concussion. Jeez. I I, yeah, like, I I don't know the details of the lawsuit, so I'm not going to try to opine on it. But that's basically the gist of it. One dollar. That's I thought enough she to did buy... some like really jackassy, uh, passive aggressive move on the way out of the courthouse too. Like that's what I that's what sticks right. in my head. Like she like clapped him on the shoulder and said, "I feel sorry for you" or something. Like, on the way out or some, <laughs> some just unbelievably catty shit. <laughs> Uh, but this was Gwyneth Paltrow, so both teams are going to pick up points on this as we had to making that up. <laughs> as we had to question twelve. The FDIC announced in March that what institution had been shut down by California regulators following a number of factors, including a run on the institute's assets. This was the second largest such failure until First Republic Bank followed suit just a few weeks later. We're locked in. <laughs> Jeffy and Jeremy are locked in. <laughs> Jeff and Mike talk this out. So I was just typing Silicon Valley Bank to yes, you, Mike, and I think that's it. That's that's what I was. It it was taking me a minute to unlock my phone, but which I just <laughs> locked again. Why do I keep hitting the lock button? It's a yeah. yeah I was <laughs> I was picking up my phone to text you yeah. exactly that. So yeah. All right, Jeff and Mike lock in with Silicon Valley Bank. What about Jeffy and Jeremy? That's uh, well. To be fair, I did type. Silicon Valley Bank. I misspelled <laughs> it, but it's Silicon Valley Bank. I mean, Silicon it disappeared. Yeah, like Silicon Roanoke. <laughs> S- S- Silicon Valley is more Los Angeles County. Yeah. Right? <laughs> 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 okay, both teams locked in with Silicon Valley Bank, and yeah, it really quickly went from the second largest bank failure to the third largest after First Republic 
failed like the next month or <laughs> yeah. something like that. Uh, but this was Silicon Valley Bank. We head to question number 13. Merriam-Webster chose authentic and Collins Dictionary chose AI. What related word, with you stating back to the 1650s, did both Dictionary.com and Cambridge select as their word of the year? In context, the word describes when an artificial intelligence produces false information. All right, we can lock in. Jeremy and Jeffy have locked in. Jeff and Mike, where are your heads at? Nowhere. Fucking nowhere right now. I uh, I got nothing on this one. Uh, Yeah, I I really don't either. Um, I was hoping that uh, someone who, you know, literally works in computers. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but embedded computer programming is about as far away from artificial intelligence as you can get. Yeah, that's, that's uh, in, fair. There's, in there's terms machine of that. learning models in our thing, but uh, yep. I don't know that we usually uh, mess with the false information that much because they're all regression uh, predictions. And right. usually when an AI produces false information in the real world, I just call it bullshit. Right. So um, I'm assuming bullshit is not the answer bullshit here. Is probably, but, uh, although that might, that might, the use might date back to about the 1650s. It's true. I, uh, <laughs> I was trying to think of something like, you know, colonial times, or I guess, or even even like pre-colonial, like yeah, misleading. Or... Mis- yeah, that's why I was kind of going like you know Salem. I don't remember exactly when that was, but sixteen nineties. Yeah, I was thinking it was a little later, but um... yeah, something with like spells and it, exactly. I, that or it could 1650s. be something weird in Shakespeare. No, Shakespeare was earlier. Shakespeare was the... Shakespeare had been a mort for almost half a century at that point. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um. Uh... Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I need to start paying attention to all these words of the year things because they always come up in trivia. Yeah. Right. Uh... <laughs> um. The adverse thing is uh yeah mm-hmm. i'm trying I'm, tr- I'm trying to think of conversations i've had about artificial intelligence and what's whether anything's come up but drawing yeah, a blank uh, i don't know <laughs> uh i mean i'm not getting to it I may not even recognize it when I, it's said. So. I, I I may or may not either. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, like mal something like malaprop. I, malaprop uh, was the first thing that popped into my head too, even though I know yeah. it's not it. I mean, it makes sense that it was because you know it was first brought up in the uh, the 1650s, right? Miss Malaprop from the from the rivals or whatever it was. Huh, that's a good um, point. So, uh, I, I mean, that's as close as I'm going to get to something that's vaguely 17th century-ish. I, I, so, why don't I, we just go with it? I say end the misery. Yeah. Malaprop. Yeah, malaprop. Mike and Jeff lock in with Malaprop. Jeffy and Jeremy, what did you say? Uh, so, this is one that I saw um, a couple weeks ago. It doesn't make a lot of sense. This would be the 2023 word of the year. But... Um, 
Uh, at first, I thought we. I started typing Riz immediately because that's yeah. the weird one. <laughs> that's yep, what I that's, started talking to. That's yeah. the one I took out of the question because it's yeah. not related. It's not related yeah. at all. Oh, um, but the other one that comes in again, I never really understood how it fits with computers, but I guess they're talking about when AI goes Ari that it's hallucinating. Uh, so hallucinate is hmm. the uh, other hmm. word that I remember hmm. from this year. Yeah, actually, huh. that... yeah. So I I first learned about this from my wife who works with AI. Um, Basically, when an AI system makes up wrong information, it is said to be hallucinating. And that is uh, Dictionary.com and Cambridge's Word of the Year. Nice. And I've I've actually seen that firsthand. I needed AI to do, uh, I I needed to find some information for a model I was building. And so I asked uh, ChatGPT to find a particular, um, you know, this biological quantity that i needed so i asked hey you know what is the weight of so and so and so and they gave me back a perfectly reasonable sounding number with a perfectly reasonable sounding uh citation that when i tried to chase it down <laughs> didn't fucking exist <laughs> <laughs> I, I had a I just thought it was bullshitting me i didn't call it hallucinating i just called it full of shit and moved <laughs> yeah. on I had a similar thing happen. I was trying to write this kind of complex SQL script to find some information for one of our clients, like in their database. And I had I had it part of the way. I'm like, I'm missing something. I'm missing one of the commands or something. So I, I went to chat GPT and did the same thing. And it shot back this whole thing of code that did not relate at all. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. Uh, so, th- so the word we were looking it's for actually there, a virus. <laughs> yeah, put this on your client's computer. Wait. The word, the word we were looking for is hallucinate on that one. So, points going to Jeremy and Jeffy uh, who extend their lead just a little bit. Okay, so we're going to move on to question fourteen. On February third, a train derailed at East Palestine, a small city in Ohio. The derailment prompted evacuations of the town due to chemicals that were eventually released into the air intentionally by officials. To what company did that train, along with several others that derailed this year, belong? Uh, This was seriously 2023. This feels like forever ago. Every year just feels like it's getting longer and longer. Is it actually pronounced East Palestine or did they I just believe so? Did they just forgo the American tradition of mispronouncing names we've taken from other places like Cairo? <laughs> that's, a, that's an I, Illinois joke. I believe it is East Palestine, even though it's West <laughs> of Palestine. Palestine. <laughs> well, it depends on which way you go. <laughs> I guess that's fair. Shortest way. Jerry, Jerry, good to lock in with that. Yeah, we can lock yeah, in. I think we, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, if you guys, if you guys would like we to lock in, literally right. just about to lock in. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I knew it was either CSX or Norfolk Southern, and I wasn't really sure either way. Uh, I think we were both kind of leaning towards CSX. Yep. Uh, so we went. So we went with them. Okay, uh, Jeff and Mike lock in with CSX. Jeffy and Jeremy, what did you say here? Well, I hope it's not CSX because we went Norfolk Southern. Mm. And it is Norfolk Southern. Yeah. <laughs> ah. <laughs> uh, they were their their trains were responsible for numbers of 
uh, significant train derailments this year. Uh, I see CSX had a couple too. Most, most notably, though, Norfolk Southern is the one that derailed in East Palestine, Ohio. It's almost as if deregulation and reduction of like labor costs for those companies were a bad thing. <laughs> Why would removing <laughs> safety regulations ever be bad? I Jeffy, mean... you're saying the quiet part out loud. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just Question. Question number 15. Three weeks after the ouster of Kevin McCarthy as Speaker of the House, who was finally elected to replace him? And I do need first and last name. Yeah. Can we can we lock in on this one? Do you uh, do you kind of? Yes, we can. You and I both know it. Right. All right. We're locked in. (laughs) Mike and Jeff are locked in. Jeffy and Jeremy, you get a chance to talk this out. Uh, Yeah, I, I pay way too close attention to politics and to my detriment. Uh, I think my mental detriment for the most part. Um, But he's the most plain white guy name ever. Mike Johnson. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Seriously. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Jeremy and Jeffy say Mike Johnson. Jeff and Mike, what did you say? So I I have to remind myself that he's from Louisiana because every single fucking time I hear his name, my brain goes bona fide bride. Step aside. Mike Johnson. (laughs) Yes, it could. In the woods of Wisconsin. Oh, right. That, that uh, would be way more interesting than right? some uh, extremely <coughs> right-wing evangelical dude named Mike Johnson. <laughs> you know, life is beautiful around the world. It's true. It is. Uh, and yes, I did require first and last names so that nobody could throw out a lucky Johnson. Johnson. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it served as both a clue and, you know, trying to break the Jeopardy last names only yeah. thing. Um, one should one should really never try to throw out a lucky Johnson without consent, folks. <laughs> uh of note, Mike Johnson. Jeffy, sorry to do you that while you were clearly <laughs> inhaling <okay>. something. <laughs> yeah. I'm all right. Uh, Mike Johnson, notably from Louisiana. And in between, we had a representative from Ohio, a representative from Minnesota, and another representative from Louisiana all try and fail to get the position. Um, we had, mm, sorry. We head <laughs> to the final quarter of our game. Jeremy and Jeffy have a lead of 156 to Jeff and Mike's 126, but there's still some time left to play catch up. Question number 16, who was posthumously awarded a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame on the 4th of May this year? Locked in. 100%. I, I, I will, I will jump are you, locked Jeff, in. Here. Jeremy and Jeffy <laughs> are locked in. Jeff it's got to be Mike. Carrie Fisher, right? It's got to be Carrie Fisher. That's the, only, that's the only thing I can think of. And I do, I do seem to recall something along those lines. And uh, I mean, May 4th obviously gets you to that right general yeah, area star warsy exactly <laughs> so. <laughs> and so yeah we're, we're gonna say carrie fisher all right jeff and mike say carrie fisher jeffy and Je- uh jeremy yeah yes yeah, so. uh, giant star wars fan here yeah it's carrie fisher <laughs> it is carrie fisher and yes i did say the fourth of may to not immediately lock on to <laughs> may the fourth <laughs> as opposed to the first of may first of may Outdoor fucking yeah, starts. Yeah, that's when outdoor fucking starts. <laughs> I, 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 I literally don't get have that no joke. idea where Jonathan, Jonathan Colton. Jonathan no Colton. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. Sing a little song about yeah, yeah. fucking outside. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's such a good song. Oh, it's so good. Oh, this oh, game's going to triumph. Anyway, we head to question 17. And speaking of triumphs, uh, a breakthrough at a lab in Northern California led to the first ignition in what scientific process? The breakthrough could lead to unlimited energy, though scientists believe that possibility is still decades away. Yep. Locked in. Jeff and Mike are locked in. Jeff and Jeremy, go ahead and talk out your thoughts. My my very first thought when you were talking about um, uh, renewable energy that is thought to be decades away if if at all possible was cold fusion um or uh fusion in general just not i i'm almost positive that all of our atomic reactors do fission uh and that we haven't gotten fusion i jeremy i'm just kind of making words with my mouth now if you could come up with an answer (laughs) i i I think you're right i think this is a cold fusion uh I, i believe you're correct i uh in the side there was looking for uh the Jonathan Colton video so I could share it with everybody. And it started playing in my ears right as the question was asked. Um, so I caught the end of it, but yes, no, with, with you repeating that, I believe you're right with cold fusion. Yeah. If the movie, the saint has taught us anything is that Elizabeth shoe and cold fusion will save us. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Jeff and uh, Jeffy and Jeremy locked in with cold fusion. Jeff and Mike, what did you lock in with? Yeah, we're we locked in with the same thing. By, I'm sorry, my my brain is has gone off into Elizabeth Shue in the Saint land. <laughs> like, uh, well, while, while someone pours a uh, bucket of cold water on Mike, we're right. locking in with fusion. Also, <laughs> <laughs> okay. And to be clear, you are locking in with fusion. Well, I mean, cold fusion is a somewhat subset of fusion. It would be the one that would actually be useful for energy. Uh, the actual. Cold fusion isn't itself a separate chemical process. It, it's all fusion, yeah. right? So uh, the the idea behind the unlimited energy thing is that you could ignite fusion without starting a star, from a temperature of several million <laughs> degrees. So yeah, if you want to call that cold fusion, then sure, let's you, go. You know what? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> <laughs> like, we, we, Jeremy's like, as Jeff goes on, I'm just going to pour myself more bourbon. <laughs> it does not require the modifier cold, is what I'm saying. The the, the idea of you know, we 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 can create fusion in a bomb, but we can't create it in a in an electrical uh, system yet. And so that's that's what the 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 innovation actually was. <sighs> <laughs> we broke Tim. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> so yeah, if if you if you say the answer is cold fusion and we said fusion and we're therefore wrong, I'm walking off the podcast. I, I would say if that's the case, then that that give them I, the credit. My my pro- my problem is is that I think it's the other way. It's not hot. It's fusion. that we didn't make a break. We didn't make a breakthrough in cold fusion. We made a breakthrough in just nuclear fusion. That's that, that's what I, I, I that's where I thought he was going. Is I mean, if I, we're locking it with fine, just fusion, fine. Then, washing my hands of it, we'll we'll take the the hit. They can have. That's, that's why I was sitting here going, "Fuck." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Cold fusion I, is yeah. something that they're trying to work on actively, right? At, but yeah. the breakthrough right. was not in cold fusion, so unfortunately, I can't give credit to cold fusion. 
which is why I asked right specifically when you both locked in. <laughs> no, what no. you yeah, said. I mean, I, I guess I don't know what the temperature of the 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 that reaction was. So, but, I but we just thirty three degrees fusion. fusion, so it's not quite freezing. <laughs> <laughs> Chili <laughs> fusion. Um, Wind chill. <laughs> Like the, the the page for Cold Fusion doesn't include the number twenty twenty three anywhere on it. Yeah. It, well, if it, you it's... give me thirty seconds, it can. <laughs> 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 no, that, that's fair. No, I the, and again, I, I, I this is my geekdom going too far. When he said Cold Fusion, I'm like, yes, because that's something they've been trying to figure out for a long time. Yeah, and um, that that's fair. That's a fair hit. I over answered. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, a cold fusion is a little bit too specific. So credit is going to Jeff and Mike. Um, And that's not at all a decision that's being made because it makes the game more interesting and only because (laughs) I'm trying to be as accurate as possible because there are no pedants in trivia. None at all. (laughs) None None at all. all. No, but honestly, that's fair because like I said, when he said cold fusion, I'm like, yep, that's it. Because again, it's something I've sciencey stuff the, yeah. right yeah. It's, it's the holy grail right yeah. it's, 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 it's the holy grail, grail. I'm like oh my god they made a sure they made Lisa bounds it this year i didn't even and, know it great yeah no, no. Right. Yeah. elizabeth shoe in the saint is the holy grail uh, let's uh, be real <laughs> okay so we head to question number 18 what nation became the 31st member of nato when it was accepted in april the move was spurred by concerns over the conflict in ukraine and we're locked in Jeffy and Jeremy are locked in. Jeremy and Mike, go ahead and talk out your thoughts. All right, Mike, well, let's talk about this. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was, no, it's, it's, it was kind of funny because this is our first yeah, stab at the Eurovision. When answer. we were talking about Eurovision, Jeff threw out Finland, and then we later yeah. talked ourselves into Sweden. And as soon as you read this question, we both texted each other at the same time. We said, and now here comes Finland. <laughs> yeah. All right, so Jeff and Mike are locking in with Finland. Yeah. Jeremy and, and now, Jeffy, what did you say? And now here comes Finland. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> episode title, anyone? Yeah. We we also said Finland. Okay. Yep. Both teams are getting points on this one. It is Finland. Uh, so no no uh, no ground gained or lost there. Question number nineteen: the long-awaited fashion question. I know you've been Woo-hoo! waiting on a question for fashion. All you, Jeffy. Can oh, I tag my wife in? American art collective Mischief released what fashion items in February? The product was seen courtside being worn by Steve Aoki in Boston, while Seth Rollins notably wore them on an episode of Raw. We're locked in. <laughs> Jimmy and Jeremy this are locked absolutely in. This would absolutely be something that my wife would know, and for some reason she hasn't talked about it with me yet. Well, uh, <laughs> the fact that it was featured on an episode of Raw, I feel like this is a stealth wrestling question. So, again, I feel like we are at a disadvantage. <laughs> um, it doesn't yeah, matter like, what your fashion is. This has got to be something like sunglasses or gloves or belts or something, right? <laughs> uh, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> it's got to be an accessory. If it's worn on an episode of wrestling, they don't wear that many clothes. No, absolutely. Agreed. Agreed. Um, this is like a fucking robe. A robe? <laughs> I was going to say, we are talking about Seth Rollins here, so. <laughs> Fair. 
It doesn't matter who it your cousin it, and, is. Oh. <laughs> and, and it was and in addition to Raw, it was also worn by worn Steve Aoki uh, courtside in Boston. Okay. Meaning robe isn't such a bad. <laughs> All right. Fine. Yes. I don't it. know anything. I don't know. <laughs> robe. Final answer. <laughs> Jeff and Mike lock in with robe. Jeffy and Jeremy. What, what did you lock in with? Okay. So I am notoriously awful. Awful. All you. Fashion questions. But. I got nothing. But the very first time I saw these, I thought it was a joke because somebody had reproduced Mega Man's feet and sold them to other people. I'm just like, these are the oh, dumbest boy. things I've ever seen. And then they keep showing up. They're those big red boots. And I they look exactly like Mega Man feet. They're the dumbest all, thing ever. Yeah, all you said was feet and Jay entered the chat. All right. So Jeffy and Jeremy, you're locking in with big red boots. Uh, and big red boots is a correct answer. <laughs> yeah. These are r- yeah. literally like huge mm-hmm. foam-looking red boots. Now they that you say this, yeah, I think I've like seen them. Boots, I think yeah. I've seen them, but like I would have never pulled that. Yeah. Just if you, yeah, if you just Google big red boots, just like that, you'll see it and go, "Oh, yeah." Just imagine Mega <laughs> yeah, Man yeah, in his Rush Coil outfit with like the red and white. That's his feet are what they look like. They're just big, bulky, round, doofusy-looking boots. Yeah, yeah. I just Googled it and good God. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Beth and I were mocking these the other day. Like, I, yeah. I, I didn't. Like, I remember seeing the pictures, any of the but I wasn't going to pull that. I thought that was a joke. <laughs> I, I thought, like, yeah. somebody posted that as a joke, like somebody uh, wearing these big giant red boots. Uh, I didn't think that was an actual think, thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. We've reached our final question in the main game here. Uh, the largest publicly known defamation lawsuit was settled in April, with Fox News paying more than $787 million over its 2020 election lies against what company? I'm sure it's totally a coincidence that the station fired Tucker Carlson less than a week later. We're locked in. Jeff and Mike are locked in. Jeremy and Jeffy, go ahead and talk out your answers. Yeah, I, I was hoping you were just say like the amount or the company, like the, who lo- you know who lost it, which was Fox. But Fox was uh, being sued by Dominion Voting Systems uh, for lying about the 2020 election and saying their stuff was rigged and all that. So, yeah, Dominion Voting Systems. Jeremy and Jeffy locking in with Dominion Voting Systems. Jeff and Mike, what did you lock in with here? Yeah, absolutely. It was Dominion Voting Systems. Uh, who I believe have uh, controlled the Gamma Quadrant for quite some time. <laughs> 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 D- D- Dominion, Dominion, also a descriptor of what uh, Jeffy and Jeremy are holding over us right now. Also a great uh, card game. Yeah, actually, uh, if you uh, really zoom in, I have it up the there. Shelf, yep. You can see back there. I have two two versions of it. Yeah. Uh, fun story with that. Really quick. Uh, so I, I for a couple of years I did the Reddit Secret Santa thing. And one year, yeah, somebody nice. sent me Dominion, like oh, the actual, nice. like the full game, like you know, oh, sometimes, wow. sometimes yeah. you get like you know a five dollar thing or whatever, or not even. And uh, right, right. Um, one year, I got um, this awesome. Uh, pull it out here, leather bound Count of Monte Cristo from someone. Ooh. Oh, they so said cool. it was their favorite book of all time, and I, I said I liked reading and like fantasy. So, hey, this is my favorite book of all time. I hope you read it and enjoy it. And I got that. I still have the card in here somewhere. Uh, they sent me like a Christmas card with it and everything with like a message inside. Um, That's awesome. And then, yeah, Yeah. the next year I got Dominion 
uh, from somebody. Look, man. Um, so yeah, I uh, can't complain. Uh, it's worked out well, but uh, I haven't I haven't done it in a couple of years. I should probably get back into it again because it is fun doing like n- some random person on the internet. You know. Yeah. Plus, you might yeah. also get Bill Gates. Yeah, you could get Bill Gates. Right. He sends you like a thousand dollars worth of Microsoft stuff. <laughs> well, both teams are locking in with the correct answer of Dominion voting systems. Uh, we have reached the end of our main game and heading into the wager rounds. Jeremy and Jeffy hold a lead of 196 to Jeff and Mike's 166. Uh, the way this round is going to go, uh, you can wager up to 25 points on each category. Um, we don't have any issues in which uh, you could potentially wager more than you have because you guys are both beyond or you, you're all beyond 125 points. Uh, so you can wager up to 25 points on each question. Our overarching category for this final section is awards. And our four questions are in the categories of, or our five questions, sorry. Our five questions are in the categories of the big four, college sports, got, egot, and time. So go ahead and lock in your wagers. Jeff and Mike, do you have your wagers? Yeah, we do. Uh, Okay. Yeah, we do. Okay. All right. So we have our wagers locked in. Our first question is in the category of the big four, and all of these questions have to do with awards. Of the four major North American sports leagues, three saw first-time champions in 2023. Give me all three teams that won their league's respective championships for the first time this year. So, are you guys locked yeah, in? We're, we're locked in. All right. Jeff and Jeremy are locked in. Okay. Yeah. I think we just came to the answer here because I think we, we, we both knew Vegas Golden Knights for the NHL. Right. And we both got Texas Rangers for MLB and we were kind of bouncing around basketball for a while. Uh, I think we both had thought Milwaukee Bucks, but that was two years ago. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm, uh, I'm behind a few years. Yeah. So we ended up with uh, Denver Nuggets, who I believe won this year. Yeah. All right. And what did you wager there? Going off. So we yeah. wagered 25 on that one. Okay. Uh, Jeremy and Jeffy, what did you lock in with? Uh, we also locked in with uh, the Nuggets for the NBA, the Golden Knights for the NHL in their sixth year. That was really fast, I think. Yeah, uh, yeah, and then uh, for my boy Sam Carr down in Texas, the the Rangers won the World Series, mm-hmm. uh, and we also wagered big old twenty five on that. Okay, and we will visit the correct answers here at the end. Uh, question two in the category of college sports: Louisiana State won the women's college basketball tournament. What team won the men's tournament? The fifth in the school's history. You have anything, Jeff? Since they're locked in, no. I um, I was currently in the middle of typing. I pay zero attention to most Real college quick, sports. Did I, did I miss Jeff and Mike locking in? Uh, yes, we, we yes, did lock in. Yeah, okay. they, did, they did lock in. Okay, yeah. then go ahead and talk it out, Jeremy and Jeffy. Um, I. I you said. It oh was my the, god, the fifth. The fifth, in, the their fifth in the school's history. Yeah, and I, I did one of those like stupid brackets that I think we actually did in the uh, Discord server for PTE. Uh, <laughs> shout out to that. Um, but I don't remember who won because I didn't pay attention. Uh, it was one of those. I was out by like the second round, like where none of my picks were left. 
Um, I, I know it was someone who wasn't expected. It wasn't like a first round. It, it wasn't a number one. Um, I do remember that much because like I did a couple like stupid picks and like I made it to the second round where this school shouldn't have made it. But yeah. I mean, the only it, thing that I got going for it is I know it's not. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's not Duke because I think they have more than five. That's, is it maybe that's, Auburn or like somebody with an A? I feel like it was like an colors are fun sure let's pick auburn, auburn. let's go auburn <laughs> sure it was auburn i have no clue <laughs> okay uh jeff and uh, jeffy and jeremy lock in with auburn jeff and mike what did you lock in with or what did you wager so weirdly enough i i, I don't know that i would have known this had we not been uh spending a decent chunk of the uh past few days watching college basketball and one of the games we saw, we saw the uh, the team in question receive their rings uh, and watch, watch the uh, the rings on their on their fingers. Put them on. That was the University of Connecticut. And what did you wager? Uh, also known as Auburn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> we threw fifteen at this one. Yeah, uh, we were, we weren't really sure whether it was going to be basketball or football. If it was football, we definitely would have missed it. If it was basketball, I at least know something about it. Right. So, uh, Okay. Our third question is in the category of got due to the writer's strike. The 2023 Emmy awards were rescheduled and will take place this January. Give me either the best play or best musical at this year's Tony awards. All right. We'll lock in. Jeff and Mike have locked in Jeffy and Jeremy. Go ahead and talk this out. Uh, so I've got something in my head and I, I don't think it's right. And it was like something Leopold. So I was like, I'm thinking like, it's either we go Leopold and stop there, but I feel like there was more to it. Other, otherwise we say Kate and Leopold and we just make a joke of it and move <laughs> on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the only, the only two things that popped into my head were Hades town, uh, because, uh, I'm a big fan of, uh, the Orpheus myth. So people yeah. keep telling me to, to pay attention to that, which I, I need to see it continuously sure. keep ignoring. Um, and then, um, but that was a couple of years ago, I think. And then I remember seeing somebody was posting about going to see a strange loop. And then I looked into to what that was. Oh. And it was like a, like a time, a time loop where the, the person that wrote the, wrote the musical is starring in the musical as he's writing the musical. And that sounded like something really interesting, but I don't, I, those are just two things that hopped out at me. I'm not big on current theater. So, you know, I, I usually am. And this is why like some of that, that's stuck in my head, but a strange loop, I think is a musical and I yeah. don't know much about it. Uh, I know that Hades town was last year. Like Hades town yeah. was a big thing. in I think 2021, 2022, um, it's still going, but it's not up for like best anymore because it's been running for a while. I'm okay going a strange loop because I can't think of the Leopold thing. And I know there's something more to it. It's not just Leopold. Um, so either the joke answer of Kate and Leopold, which obviously was a movie and all that, yeah. um, or, but a strange loop that could be, that's a big thing on Broadway. Yeah. Let's try. And let's, I'm, let's go with uh, yeah, that. let's go with it. I'm, I'm fine with that. Let's go with a strange loop. Okay. Uh, Jeffy and Jeremy lock in with a strange loop. Jeff and Mike, what did you lock in with? So uh, for, for very many years, my wife was very keyed into the Tonys. Uh, and then I feel like once we had kids, that's just kind of fallen off. So the past couple of years have been 
a little blurry, but she still keeps up on it better than I do, which is why this stuck out in my head uh, from a learned league question a little while back, which, which described what both of us could only ascribe as I'm a little teapot. That was our best guess. But the answer that ended up being to that question, I don't remember if it was a best musical or best play Tony, but the name of the show was, a was akimbo, I think. So we locked in with akimbo. All right. And what did you wager on that one? Uh, we wagered 20 on that one. Okay. Uh, question number four in the category of EGOT. One performer joined the exclusive EGOT Winners Club this year. Who is this performer who took home the Grammy for Best Audiobook, Narration, and Storytelling Recording for Finding Me to complete their EGOT? I think we're locked in. We're locked Jeffy in. Jeffy and Jeremy are locked in. Jeremy, uh, Jeff and, sorry, Jeffy and Jeremy are locked in. Jeff and Mike, go ahead and talk this out. I kind of think this book is on my bookshelf right now. <laughs> yeah. Because I, I think my wife picked it up at the bookstore a few months ago. And because we have such a backlog of books, obviously, haven't gotten around to reading it yet. But I'm pretty sure it's Viola Davis. I mean, I know. Yeah, that, that makes sense. I know she's got the E and the O. Yeah, I. Uh, I, I I'm not sure about the T. I wouldn't know about the T. I, I don't. Uh, she yeah, might have gotten it for. I think she was on stage for uh, one of the August Wilson ones. I think. Right. Um, uh, that's a that's a that's a solid guess. Yeah. Let, let's let's go Viola Davis then. Okay. Jeff and Mike lock in with Viola Davis. Jeremy and Jeffy, what did you say? Yeah, hundred percent Viola Davis. I was hoping you're gonna be like, no, she didn't get her whatever from something, and yeah, no, she <laughs> she did. She is uh, the newest uh, member of the EGOT Club. Well deserved, I must say. Oh, and Jeff and Mike, what did you wager? Uh, we wagered twenty on that one, and for audio person, wagered twenty five. Okay, our final question in the category of time: Taylor Swift was Times Person of the Year. Lionel Messi was Athlete of the Year. What founder of OpenAI took home the CEO of the Year award this year? Unless Jeff tells me otherwise, I think we can. Uh, no, I was I, I was trying to type that as you typed it. <laughs> All right, Jeremy and Jeffy are locked in for the last time. Jeff and Mike, talk out your thoughts. Yeah, wasn't wasn't there this big drama around Sam Altman in the uh, the like, yeah because they months ago where he got uh, canned, thrown out, and then yep. everyone pulled him back in, and uh, yeah, yeah. So it's it's, it's got to be Sam Altman, right? That's what I yeah. That was my thought too. Okay, okay. and what did you wager? Uh, we wagered twenty five on that one. Okay, and Jeremy and Jeffy, what did you say? Uh, we also said Sam Altman. There was, yeah, like you said, there was a whole hubbub about him. He got outed. Microsoft hired him, which I don't know <laughs> what's going on with that. Right. Like immediately. Uh, they also said, because uh, basically what happened was everybody at OpenAI was going to quit. Yeah. Uh, because they, he got outed. Mm-hmm. And again, there's a whole bunch of shit going on with Sam Altman with his past and stuff that came to light that we're not going to get into here. Um, so we're not talking about his character, but he got brought right. back finally, um, because Microsoft offered everybody a job who was going to leave. 
and join him. <laughs> yep. And then they brought him back. So those people didn't quit. Um, who knows what it was in the long run. But yes, yeah, it's, it's definitely Sam Altman. Okay. So let's go back through all these. And you wagered 25 there, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Uh, in the category of the big four of the major four North American sports leagues, three saw first-time champions. I wanted all three of those first-time champions. Uh, the only repeat winner was the NFL, the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, so the correct answers were the Texas Rangers in Major League Baseball, the Denver Nuggets in basketball, and the Vegas Golden Knights in hockey. Uh, both teams picking up their wagers there. Louisiana State won the women's college basketball tournament, but we wanted to know who won the men's tournament. Uh, I thought this was interesting because you typically associate the school with winning the women's tournament. <laughs> it is the University of Connecticut. Otherwise known as Auburn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in the category of got, uh, because the Emmys e. were... Huh? E. the emmys were rescheduled for this january i wanted either the best play or best musical winner at this year's tony awards uh jeremy the reason that uh strange loop is tickling something is because last year i asked you to name either the winner of best play or best musical at the 2022 Uh, last year and it was the layman trilogy or a strange loop um this (laughs) year it was Leopoldstadt or Kimberly Akimbo. Unfortunately, I can't give credit for just Akimbo. You're you're right. You're absolutely Uh, right. As as I was saying it, I was like, it's not just Akimbo, it's something else. You you both had I mean Jeopardy rules. If it's Kimberly Akimbo, I mean it's Akimbo. (laughs) That's fine. Jeopardy rules. I'd give it to him. Exactly. You you both had part of the answers that you were looking for. I tried, Mike. Yeah, can we both get half credit? (laughs) Right. Yeah. The Uh, uh, the, uh, Jeremy, I was thinking that the that the uh, the Leopold answer would be this jaunty musical about a genocide in the Congo. Oh God! (laughs) Can both Leopolds? And then it ends up being Leopold. Leopold Stott. I'm like. This okay. is now the only thing I can think of. <laughs> yeah. It's one of those things where I heard, that, I think I was probably listening to something like a podcast or something where they talked about it. And it was like, yeah. Leopold is sticking in my head. I don't know why Leopold is sticking in my head, but yeah. But, yeah, it is. It's all one word, but it has S-T-A-D-T at the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. That was the best play and Kimberly Akimbo was the best musical. So Kate mm-hmm. and Leopold got it. Yep. <laughs> Kim and Leopold. Kim and Leopold. In EGOT, we wanted to find the only person to join the EGOT Winners Club this year uh, for best audio after winning the Grammy for best audiobook for Finding Me. Um, it was Viola Davis. Uh, she won her Oscar for Fences. She won her Emmy for How to Get Away with Murder. And she actually has two Tony Awards. She won for Best Featured Actress in King Headley 2. And uh, best leading actress for Fences. Yeah. Okay. So I was pretty sure her. I was, I was, I was, I was pretty sure Wilson she got the Tony for Fences and Oscar. That's why I was. Yeah. 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 Yep. And finally, uh, we talked about the time people of the year. Uh, Taylor Swift was person of the year. Lionel Messi was athlete of the year. And open AI founder Sam Altman was the correct answer for the CEO of the year. So if my math is correct here. Jeremy and Jeffy are going to pick up a net of 25 points while Jeff and Mike are going to pick up a net of 
65 points. Oh. Ooh! Meaning our winners today with a score of 231 to 221. Auburn. Jeff and Mike are wow. our winners. Oh, wow. Congrats, guys. Congrats, guys. Wow. Great game, guys. <laughs> it really Good just came great. down to the Yukon poll. The Yukon question. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Uh, also known as Auburn. So, you know, like, really, I think that's yeah. just unfair. I'm glad I talked Mike out of the zero there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we were both like, I was both like, because we were sitting here going, because you mentioned award winners, and both Jeff and I are going, oh, shit, who won the Heisman? Like, we, <laughs> neither one of us could pull it up. But Jeff was like, yeah, let's wager a little bit just in case it's basketball. Uh, yeah. the, the the Heisman this year was Jaden Daniels, who won like, Daniels. Oh, like, right. won like right. a month ago. Yep. Okay. Yep. Uh, because it's awarded in December and not in yeah. January. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I would have would have known that one apparently. Yep. Uh, <laughs> so that brings our episode to a close and closes the book on 2023 here at uh, PTE. I want to thank everybody for being on this recording and all of the listeners who have been with us through what has been a really good year for the PTE network. We've seen a lot of expansion. We went from two to soon to be five shows in a very short period. Um, So before we go, we want to give everybody a chance to plug anything they have. Uh, So let's start with uh, Mike. Go ahead. Well, yeah, uh, like you mentioned, the PT network has uh, grown substantially this past year. Uh, you know, obviously, uh, you'll, you know the pub trivia experience you're listening to this show. Hopefully, you've also uh, visited our original sister podcast, Boozy Bracketology. But uh, your host tonight, Tim, uh, started the Frenemy Trivia podcast back in, what was that, Tim? April or May time frame? June was our first episode. Was it June? Okay, yeah. But uh, And that that's gotten a huge response. It's so much fun. Uh, I was both... Uh, Actually, three of the four of us were fortunate enough to be on the pilot episode of that. I'm looking forward to being back on in the upcoming season. That's a blast. And uh, we also have uh, Verboten, which is our uh, the fourth podcast that's joined our network, uh, by the uh, which is hosted by the incomparable uh, Jay Borsum, the hardest working woman in trivia. Uh, she has it's a fantastic word game. It's tons of fun. I personally haven't had a chance to be a guest on that yet. I'm looking forward to, it, but I listen to it constantly. It is. So much fun, and our fifth uh, show, uh, I will defer to later later on for the plugging on that one. But definitely, we, we're super excited for all of the content that we're able to bring you. So check out all of those shows. You can find them uh, anywhere you stream podcasts, and there's a lot more exciting content forthcoming in 2024. So I definitely hope you uh, check that out. And uh, that is that's all I have. All right. And what's our website now? PTEnetwork.com? I, I believe PTEnetwork.com is or will soon be live. Yes. I think it's PTEpodcast.com. We're having a, an issue with PTEnetwork.com. <laughs> that, that's right. Oh, that's, you, that's right. You're absolutely right. You can still get to everything at PTEbb.com for the time yeah. being. Correct. Um, uh, let's turn it over to Jeremy for anything he's got of to plug. Um, I mean, I, Mike said it best, like, Everything that's been going on at the network has been fantastic. I am humbled uh, to be to having been asked to be a part of the PT network uh, podcasts, particularly uh, pub trivia experience and, you know, uh, some uh, boozy bracketology. But uh, having been on multiple shows and a uh, spot on the upcoming podcast from Jeff that he'll talk about later, um, I, I'm just super happy. It's been a great year. Um, 
Other than that, you can check me out on uh, twitch.tv slash LKJeremy. Thursday nights, we do a trivia show. It's Brian Nash and I. We'll be taking a little bit of a break in January, but um, after that, we're going to be back uh, doing that weekly still. Uh, Thursday nights on twitch.tv slash LKJeremy, uh, 9.30 p.m. Central. And uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, just looking forward to uh, seeing where Jeff's show goes because holy <laughs> shit, is it fun and infuriating? And again, when he gets to him, <laughs> I will let him talk about it, but it is a lot of fun. Is all it right. infuri- as infuriating as watching your favorite author of all time lose to Andy fucking? <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes, yes. Yeah, I mean, uh, a little bit. A little yeah. bit. Well, sign me the fuck up. One of my favorite authors of all time got out in the like first round because it was a play-in game uh, for R.A. Salvatore versus someone who made it past that first round right. and then was up against J.R.R. Tolkien. come on i just gotta gotta say while we're talking about angriness at at boozy bracketology i had to physically pull my car over and scream because hollow knight went out in the very first round of the music (laughs) draft for video games garbage absolute nonsense chris borzen was the only one who had sense on the entire panel End of what was it up against? What was it? What was I don't it remember. It was a Skyrim, okay. maybe, probably. I don't know. Oh, it was, well, okay. I mean, it, I okay. get it. I get it. But Hollow Knight is great. The music is it so is. good. He uh, gets uh, well, it. He doesn't have to like it. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. Right. Chrono yeah. Trigger got out in like the first round. Okay. That also I don't want to hear bullshit. about it. Uh, yeah. yeah. I don't want to hear about it. Uh, you could <laughs> like 30 games up against Chrono Trigger. <laughs> Uh, if you know what they're talking about, head to uh, Boozy Bracketology and check out the best video game bracket, a uh, video game music bracket uh, hosted by Jay Borsum. Uh, before we and get to sci-fi sh- fantasy author, bracket, <laughs> right? Hosted by yep. mostly Tim Dipple with uh, Chris Ligori weighing in a little bit. Bef- before we get to Jeffy and his new show, Jeff Woodhead, thank you for being on. Do you have anything you'd like to plug? Uh, well, y'all mentioned all the PTE stuff, so uh, definitely check that out. Uh, if you need a little music to listen to, though, to break up the podcasting, uh, Mike, who my my uh, teammate and fellow champion here, uh, as well as our uh, high school like friends shape. Ashok and our uh, college friend Ben, have put together a band. Uh, we're called the Datacorns. Datacorns, uh, as you might guess, they're largely songs about being a dad and uh they're up on most of the streaming services or will be by the time you are listening to this podcast uh we have a band camp site uh and uh yeah we're on facebook we're on uh socials etc so go check out our music uh where are the data corns uh and yeah it's some fun stuff Da- dad is in dad, not dad is in data, not like data. <laughs> yeah, but da- dad I corn. No, I'm just, I just think of a uh, AI voice going data corns. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you've listened, you know exactly what I'm talking about, and it was amazing. <laughs> that's that's right. Yes, data corns. And finally, Jeff Bim, welcome to the network. Oh, Tell everybody you. about your show one more time before we call it a night. Sure thing. Uh, the show's called Draft Days. Uh, it's spelled the dumb way. Uh, the dumbest you can spell it is is how it is. <laughs> Um, and on the show, we play fantasy sports where we pick a topic and we draft teams 
uh, that adhere to that topic. And then we bring them to the combine, which is the scoring section. And we duke it out to see which coach has the best team at the end. Uh, it's a lot of fun. It's very similar. If you like boozy bracketology, it's, it's kind of in the same vein because we use sports as the basis to jump off, but, uh, we dig a lot into the history and, uh, the important points of the different things that we pick because each, each athlete quote unquote that we pick for our teams has strengths and weaknesses that we talk about a little bit about. Um, we've done every episode that I've done so far has been an absolute blast to record, uh, I get hammered drunk most of the times <laughs> uh, because my teams do generally really poorly while I have choice paralysis being unable to pick from my giant list of things. Um, but it, it's it's really a good time. And it I came up with the idea uh, based on a, a couple of different things. The idea of the scoring uh, is a new thing, uh, but I really enjoy I miss it because we don't get to do it very much anymore, but I miss going to live fantasy drafts with my friends where somebody would say, Oh, I take this guy. And then everybody throws beer cans at him because oh, <laughs> I wanted that guy. God damn it. Or we make fun of the yeah. guy who takes a kicker in like the third round, you, you know, <laughs> like th- that's Remind- a really fun experience. Reminds me of a PT episode we recorded where, uh, or maybe it was boozy, but, uh, we were doing, uh, the draft live for the, the network. Yep. <laughs> and, uh, Oh, it was boozy because Marissa was getting, pissed yes uh because we kept like like interrupting with draft picks like ah oh, you stole my hair you <laughs> jackass but but yeah if if you want to relive the excitement of stealing somebody else's pick or the anger of having somebody else steal your pick uh wednesdays starting in february draft days spelled d-r-a-u-g-h-t-d-a-z-e you could find us on all of the socials at draft days spelled the dumb way uh, and I hope to, I hope you guys listen. It's a good time. And if you're keeping score at home, that means that you will get fresh content from the PTE network every day of the work week, five days a week. Mondays, you'll get Boozy Bracketology. Tuesdays, you'll get Verboten. Wednesdays, you'll get our brand new show, Draft Days. Thursdays will be the Pub Trivia Experience podcast. And Fridays, you can catch me and Brittany Shaw on Frenemy Trivia I think that about does it for all of us. You can find all that information at ptebb.com. And if you want to be on one of our shows, just head to ptebb.com slash appearance requests and fill out the form and we'll reach out to you and get you on a show for the pub trivia experience. I've been Tim. I've been Mike. I've been Jeremy. I've been Jeff. And I've also been Jeff. (laughs) And we will see you next week with more trivia.